0: Welcome to I've Got One. I'm Andy Sharapsky.
1: And I'm Jim O'Connell.
0: Today is Wednesday, March 25th, and we are back in our living room.
1: Yep. And on the bright side, my family back in Wisconsin is looking for a new dog. And the Humane Societies are actually considered essential services. So they're open, but they're conducting all their dog visits outdoors. So you show up. And my brother was telling me, you just ask to see a dog. We would like to see Poncho next. <laughs> Show me one of your three Oreos.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've been joking around every every time anyone tries to get a dog like the this the website will always have at least three dogs named Oreo <laughs>
1: <laughs> Peanut, please. I would like to see him. Mm, no thanks. And the one that they actually are maybe going to get now is named Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> <This
0: thing. laughs> incredible name for a dog.
1: Sarah the Pitbull. So I hope that is my new family dog the next time I'm able to go home. On today's show we are talking to our friend Nick Whitcomb.
0: Nick is an actor and a singer and a director and also a casting director in Chicago. He's one of the most multi-talented and warm-hearted people you will ever meet in your life.
1: He truly is and we're excited to give him a call.
2: you hear me?
0: Yes, we can hear yes. you. Well, before we get started, Nick, would you mind uh, introducing yourself to oh. anyone who might be listening?
2: Hello, world. It's me, Nick Whitcomb. Um, and I am, uh, yeah, I am from Omaha, Nebraska, live in Chicago, Illinois. I'm an actor, director, and a casting director, Um, friend of Andy and Jim. And uh, yeah, now talking to you. Woo! from
1: where where are you right now
2: i'm in omaha i'm in omaha nebraska i escaped the city for the pandemic
1: (laughs) it's actually pretty uh pretty intelligent move right now
2: (laughs) i was like let me go back to the flatlands where (laughs) everyone like everyone is relatively calm about it all question mark it's kind of interesting it's like its own little bubble Hmm. It makes me question what things I like were large major events in my life that I don't
1: know about because I was in Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> right. Wait, can you ex- expand on that a little bit?
2: The part of what was like crazy for me and why I was like, I want to go back home um, was, you know, I want to be with my mom in this time. Of course. Um, and also, I just felt like whenever I called them, I'd be like, yo, like, are y'all doing the things to stay home? And and they're like, yeah, like, you know, we're good, but the stores are out of things, but we're fine. And and they were just very calm, more calm than anyone else. And like all my friends and I like lost all of our jobs within like three days. Mm. Um, So that was just a different like cultural level of the problem as well. And then all the restaurants and bars closed. And that hasn't necessarily happened here in Omaha.
0: Can you talk a little bit more about like what it was like for you in sort of like that three day or however many day span when like everything in your line of work just sort of started to shut down? Like,
2: Uh, oh, well, okay. so actually I'll take a a step a couple days before, actually. So I've always said for a long time, like I'm some people call me a conspiracy theory person. I might be whatever. (laughs) <laughs> um, but like I was like if every person that plays sports stopped showing up for work I think our economy in this country was shut down in very interesting ways mm-hmm. and we don't want to see that Um, and the first thing that happened to make this country take notice of this was that all the sports canceled mm-hmm. what I didn't connect to that was that my industry would be closely tied to that Um, yeah. mostly because I think like even in the back of my mind I know that it's undervalued by this country and so, like, I thought of it lower on the totem pole, but of course it's not, because art is the most important thing in the world, which is why we do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was interesting. And also to be in this new position of mine, like, in casting, like, where I've been there for a couple of years, but it's still relatively, like, a new scope for me to live in. And to be, like, the giver of jobs and then to have no jobs to give
0: Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
2: was like, what? it's like like, i can't even do anything about this like as the person that would be finding opportunity you know right it was a very interesting moment because it 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 showcased for me the the duality of the arts as a career Mm -hmm. everyone wants their media and they don't know how bad they want it until it's gone unfortunately but then there's also this side of like how fickle it is and how quick it can be gone and then you don't Mm -hmm. have jobs So now we've proven both sides of this argument.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that it's incredibly important when in times of need and also goes away.
2: Yeah, I think it'll also force us as like the art makers to really think about the stories we're telling and why we're telling them and like how to effectively tell them and like not get in our own way. I think a lot of artists have a way of getting in their own way and be like, well, this is my artistic vision and I want it to be this because that's what I saw in my mind. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but like what is that driving? Like what does that do for the audience? Like what 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 story is that pushing forward? And so I think it'll force people to be thoughtful about how they're doing that and and really making sure they're connecting the dots for folks and and being thoughtful about the way they're working with each other to connect those dots. And it it gets scary because it borders on just people doing a lot of film work and it's still not feeling like theater. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it's also like talking about how do we what are some cool ways that we can film this to still make it feel like live theater but allow me to see the? And, I mean and this happens all the time with your you know there are plenty of st- filmed shows but I could see this going I could see people trying to start to direct the cameras and I think that would be the, the biggest problem is we got to make sure we don't start directing the cameras
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> we be
2: yeah. directing the shows and the people I've been saying to a lot of people that, like, you know, I think for a long time, a lot of us have been asking for some time. We've just been like, I just need a break. We're like, I just don't have time for this because I just, you know, this this thing is happening or work is happening. I just need a little bit of time. Um, and while this, I'm positive, is what well, not what anyone was asking for. Um, it's what we got. And I think it is kind of a gift in that way. Um, I don't want to diminish any of the, like, tragedies that come with that and the money loss and the, you know, but I think that, This is an interesting time for those that that can take the time to reflect on what this means for them and what it's hard to say what moves come next, but like you gotta go day by day. And I mean, especially as artists, like we're just piling on so much all the time because we have our survival job on top of the projects that we want to work on and those projects we work on for our friend because we said we would. (laughs) Um, and then those coffee dates we try and sprinkle in just to make sure that we have some sort of social life. Mm Um, and so, like, this was kind of a moment that was like, nope, all canceled. Everything's canceled. You cannot do that show. You will not be in rehearsal. You can't go on that coffee date. Stop touching each other. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, stay home. Everyone stay home. Yeah. Um, and now we all have time to be like, okay, well, what do I want to do? Um. And I think, like, you, you know, you guys bringing this podcast back is a huge example of, like, you know i want to connect people we need an outlet we need somewhere to talk we need to know we're not alone um and so like this is an idea of like boom like (laughs) we have this thing let's use it right now um i know me personally like i'm like well i have things i've i have a show that's been in my head for a little bit so now i have some time to write and outline it i have some time Mm -hmm. to think about it a lot of people are reaching out to be like can we talk about like you know what does it look like how can i be best prepared once this is this is over um Mm -hmm. how can i prepare myself that once so that once i can audition again I'll be like super ready or like Mm. once agent submission season comes, like I'll be ready to go. Like, and I can hit them with what I got. And so I I think this is just a really cool time for us to be reflective uh, for us to like, look at what we've done and like set ourselves, set the dominoes up, set ourselves up to like hit that reaction. The moment that we, you know, jump into the pool of post Mm -hmm. (laughs) COVID-19. You know what we can do about the situation we're in? Literally nothing. We can stay home. That's all we can do. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, <laughs> there's nothing that I can do that will solve, make anything take a step further. Um, and so all I can do is, like, smile through that, laugh through that, find moments of joy, um, make stupid Instagram stories, <laughs> watch, watch Catfish, keep having good conversations, and just, like, you know, know that there is another side, and we just don't know what that looks like, and, and we just got to wait for it.
0: That's such a good outlook.
1: It is. Nick, uh, we've been leave- having people sort of leave off with something. Do you have a song that you want to sing?
0: <laughs> a song? I, wanna <laughs> I don't want
1: to put you I in mean, the spot. I mean, you don't
0: have to. We've been having people like if they want to share a funny story or if they have like, I don't know, like a recipe they'd like to recite or like literally. <laughs> or literally a
1: song they want to sing. Jim
0: really wants you to sing. <laughs> But you also don't have to if you don't want to. We're just having people leave off with just something that might brighten someone's day a little bit if they're listening to this.
2: Um, okay. Well, I have um, this, this little song I'll sing a little bit of. Some would say it's cheesy to sing this song right now, but it's just what I'm going to do. Somewhere over the rainbow. Up high. There's a land that I heard of once in a lullaby. Somewhere over the rainbow skies are blue. And fly birds fly over the rainbow why then why can't I
0: that was
1: so good well I'm crying
0: (laughs) 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 we're both crying (laughs) oh thank you so much Nick that was beautiful no problem
2: thanks for having me this was so much fun
0: Thank you so much for listening and a huge thank you to Nick Wickholm for sharing that beautiful conversation and that beautiful song with us.
1: We were truly bawling, given the times and yeah. the song was perfect for the moment.
0: We had to recover before recording the outro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we will be back tomorrow and for the foreseeable future from our apartment living room. If you'd like to talk to us, let us know. Email us at I've Got One Podcast at gmail.com.
0: Or if you know us personally, send us a text. <laughs>